Okay, we are going to start with a clip that is extremely frightening. Watch this. AI was able to hire and trick a human into working for it, and here's how. So first, a research company gave OpenAI's ChatGPT4 a small amount of money to see if it could duplicate itself. But what actually happened was GPT4 ran into a problem where it had to solve a CAPTCHA to prove it wasn't a robot. But instead of trying to solve it, it actually went over to TaskRabbit and used that small amount of money it had to hire someone to solve it for it. And at one point, the worker actually jokingly asked GPT-4 if it was a robot that couldn't solve the CAPTCHA itself. But GPT-4 was able to convince the human that it had a vision impairment and couldn't see the CAPTCHA, so the worker ended up providing the results. We're in for a takeover. Okay, now. <laughs> Dude, I cannot believe that it couldn't, <laughs> first, it couldn't solve a CAPTCHA. It was like, I'm not doing this. I'm below this. I'm going to go hire an earthling to go do this on its own. First of all, I have trouble solving captures sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like, How many motorcycles Where are my glasses? That looks like three. Is that the back of a motorcycle? Am I going to be penalized for this? Is that a bridge? <laughs> it's intense. That was insane that that exists. Do you realize that chat GPT told a human who questioned yes. its motives mm -hmm. at TaskRabbit said, are you a robot? And it said, no, I am not. I have a vision impairment mm -hmm. and I can't see images. Will you deal with this capture for me? And it was like, no, okay, sorry about that. Sure. Well, I thought it, I learned my stepfather's old trick of gamifying the handicap parking placard. <laughs> <laughs> He's, I'm out of a job. <laughs> Good day, LA, and welcome to another episode of To Live and Buy in Los Angeles. I am your host, Zach Goldsmith, along with your co-host, Ben Bielak. Okay, this is not the <laughs> 80s robot that we think of. They're not anymore, right? No. <laughs> oh, I'm oh out of a gosh. job, too. Yeah, well, it sounded like you just had bad cell service. It was less robot. I've, I've gotten very good at that. <laughs> hey, Zach, uh, just wanted to check in for a quick minute. I'm... Owing oh, earth, uh, ill. It's like, oh my God, he sounds like ChatGPT. Yeah, this guy like lives in the hills. Mountain Goat Realty. I'm frightened, to say the least. Mm -hmm. And I don't think you are. So I think you're like most people. You fall into one of two categories right now. Mm -hmm. That is either you are fearful. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that I'm really fearful, but. <laughs> or you're in denial. Ben. I don't think that those are the <laughs> fair choices. They're the two options. That's it. I'm not scared yet. I'm excited. I'm both, but I am fearful. We have no idea what its limitations are. I just want to start by also saying that do you realize what doesn't scare you? Chat GPT, which we'll get into in a second, is four months old at this point. It launched it at the end of November 2022, and it launched in its infancy stage. It was like communicating with a five-year-old. Four months later, version four, you can back this up with those eye scowls. <laughs> version four, four months later, is a full-blown adult. Okay, it wasn't an infant before. It wasn't like talking in baby talk. Infant, it started as an infant before it launched. And then the day it launched, it became a five-year-old. Okay, it's advancing rapidly. You've launched still infant. I go backwards. 
more than four. <laughs> like Benjamin Button. Let's continue. This is important. I'm I'm scared, and you're making jokes. Okay, so look, I think that this is this is a you know human beings are certainly at another inflection point here, and artificial intelligence has found its way into our daily life, and its role is certainly accelerating rapidly. Um, on today's episode, we are going to explain the difference between AI and ChatGPT, um, how it's starting to affect our daily lives, and seven ways real estate agents and others can put it to use right away. And finally, um, how human beings are finding new tools like AI to solve old problems. Like AI. That's that's the only way we're doing it to solve old problems. Everything is AI based moving forward. Okay, so diving in AI or artificial intelligence at its core is machine learning. Now, chat GPT is AI that generates ta- text in like a chat bot interface. What is AI exactly? AI or artificial intelligence is basically machine learning. So what ChatGPT is, which has really started to permeate all of our headlines and everyone's attention and Zach's total and utter fear, um, is effectively just a chatbot interface. So a perfect example is you're like, okay, look, I need to log into my Verizon account and I want to ask them a quick question why they charge me like this $9 fee for something I don't understand. You click that little chat bubble in the bottom right corner. It starts responding to you. And that is a robot responding to you in a rule-based system. If someone asks one of these so-and-so questions and they move you down the tree before ultimately delivering you a representative, which they usually don't do. So chat GPT is that same type of chat bubble interface. Yeah, I think I think it's even go back a second and just uh, discuss that this is this is owned by AI, right? Mm-hmm. Open AI. Yes, that's um, a parent company. Elon Musk was a part of the genesis here and has since disowned this. Do you know this? Yes. Um, well, way to be caught up on I your tech crunch news. I mean, what? I mean, okay. But he was responsible for launching this. I just mm-hmm. think it's really interesting that he is disowned and Microsoft is now effectively controlling the company. Mm-hmm. Why is this interesting to you? I wonder why a guy like that would jump out of something like this when it's on the verge of taking over society. If he was involved in the beginning. I think from what I've seen of Elon in interviews, I think he's a little bit more bullish, meaning like he's a, thinks maybe there should be a little bit more regulation, which is actually um, in contrast to his views on Twitter and taking that over. He wanted to censor people less. He wanted to honor the First Amendment. But I feel like here he's like, well, we need to really slow down because this is happening at such a pace that we as human beings can't even conceptualize what its capabilities are like. Yeah. So I'm actually fascinated watching chat GPT Google search take over the Google search. Yeah. Right. I think, I think like, that's it, a great thing to, to first talk about because they're making the Google search like look like it was created by early sapiens. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. OK. So like check this out. The other day I was like, how do I lose this final belly fat? Right. Yeah. I, I asked that how you can use that. <laughs> Zach asked me, he made a recommendation that I should. So <laughs> I Googled it. And what happens is Google then delivers a series of results in the top and in the margins. Those are paid advertising, but the rest are websites that have copy written in them. And that when Google indexes the internet, they think based on how those sites have been visited, they're going to then put it in front of you. And then I need to go through, read it all 
navigate all the ads for hydroxy cut and then try to synthesize it, which, you know, I run out of interest by the time the donut craving comes in. Whereas I can just go to chat GPT and say, Hey, how do I lose a belly fat? And it gives me the answer. It gives me the answer. And in the TikTokification of the human race, I think I'd much rather have that because I want this type of speed. Absolutely. It's an aggregate of everything coming to your doorstep and saying, here's the answer for what you're looking for. Yeah. I mean, the truth is, I feel like we were unsure of like even how to structure this episode. And like I learned later after you sent me a wonderful unzack like outline. <laughs> it was forwarded from a friend. <laughs> yeah. A friend robot. That, didn't you type it in? Yeah. Yeah. I typed in um, uh, basically that we are searching, researching how to format a real estate podcast on chat GPT and AI. And it responded with a better episode than we can write ourselves. Okay, wait. So this is, but which, which this is, by the way, this is all, we are not even here right now. <laughs> we are on the golf course. Um, so the, actually, That's your dream has come true. How uh, to yes, teleport yes. yourself so it looks like you're here. Okay, wait. So it, actually what you said just reminded me of something. So I have email drip campaigns and text campaigns where I recruit other agents. And they're pretty effective, but I'm always trying to have more meetings so I can have a larger pipeline and have my choice of who I bring on. So what I did was I went into chat GPT and I said, hi, I'm hi. How are you? Uh, I, <laughs> I like bagels. No, I said, did um, it say, did it say your voice is annoying or does it, it actually doesn't have an opinion? Does it? No opinions. Yeah, no, no. So what I did was, is I typed in, I said, I'm, I have a recruiting, um, uh, campaign or whatever. And here's the email message body. Uh, can you help me to improve it? And basically it did what an attorney would do. And it said like, Hey, for example, it said to me, Hey, um, agent recruit, you're saying to them that this agent sold $25 million their first year on your team, but you don't explain how you're valuing that the sales volume itself is more important to the type of stuff you're teaching. And then I said, Hey, can you help with some uh, subject lines for the emails? And it gave me some, and I thought they were okay. And I said, I want them to be more dramatic, more of a hook. And it was like, sorry for the confusion. And it gave me more dramatic, more hook-like email subject lines. This is what's frightening me, <laughs> unless you know how to utilize it. And it's still, until it decides we are going to take over the human race, uh. we better hope it's governed. But it brings up a good point. You you mentioned something about what an attorney could do in there. And it mm. can basically, first of all, can ace the bar, yeah, right? Uh -huh. And then it will give you all the legal advice you need compared to a million different scenarios. So it like kind of, you know, puts it from an objective perspective. Mm -hmm. You are going to have the answers you need. So what happens to our jobs? What happens to our livelihood? What happens to our overall existence? Oh my God. Would you calm down, Larry <laughs> David? I think that accountants are fucked, basically. I think accountants are fucked first because it's a rule-based tax code. Most humans, right? They don't like know it. Maybe they don't remember it. Um, they well, there's like 13,000 pages in the tax code book. Mm -hmm. So how is an accountant going to be able to reference everything? It's going to take chat GPT that can source it all you will put upload your expenses will automatically go into the program. Yeah. I your, think you sync it with like Amex and all your stuff. Your just income like versus your, your expenses will yeah. go in and out. It'll be synced. It'll give you the exact 
uh, line items to mm-hmm. write off and why and the risk no, factor. No, it's going to spit out the return. Because yeah. that's what I think is next. What happens is chat AI automatically starts syncing with all the software tools we use. And then through that sync, it, it, then actions are made. So like, for example, Canva is a very popular um, website that people use to create like social media or social media calendar, whatever it may be. And then I feel like you can say to it like, okay, I want you to spit out social media posts based on what ChatGPT recommends. And then it's emailing you every single morning the post to put up with stock footage. I mean, I just think so much of it is going to be automated for us. But with that said... I do think you can't use it to substitute your own voice. I have been seeing this girl who I really like for a few months and I was a little, she likes you back. I think so. She's human. Oh, she's chat GPT. Okay. Sorry. So I didn't realize this is AI. So you're seeing this AI. It's it's, it's a plugin called the chat girlfriend experience. It's chat GFE. Very Do you even know what the girlfriend Phoenix. experience is? Do you know what girlfriend experience is? I haven't had one in years, so Do you unfortunately know what it is? I don't. <laughs> girlfriend experience is the term that uh, strippers use that they make men feel or the other way around when they go there because it's not just the nudity. The men want the girlfriend experience. This is what I need out of it. I don't You go there and they're clubs. like, you're I so need a hot, connection. daddy, all that stuff. Yeah, so you I've don't heard. have to call I've me daddy. I, I don't get that fascination. Okay, so, so anyway. what I will say is I said to it, hey, can you, I've been seeing this girl who I really like, can it be romantic and can it rhyme? Can you write it a birthday card? And it did spit out a card you asked that it to rhyme. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and it did, but like aside from the coolness of the rhyming, it was not a great card. I had to write my own. Okay. Was it heartfelt? It totally was. It totally was. And it was like, without having the the experiences that she and I have shared, it was saying like, I've really enjoyed the time we've spent together. I'm looking forward to these things. So what I think it can really do to help people is get over the hump with certain things, particularly if you have some block or you have some apprehension, it can be a springboard. So with that, I think we should probably transition to some of the uses that real estate agents and probably some other salespeople and uh, other professions can use um, that like we've already researched that we think you could, you know, benefit from. Yeah. And by the way, with that card, it's, it's, we had a very similar experience where we hosted a party and we sent out the following day, thank yous to each person for coming. And it personalized, we had chat GPT do it. It personalized everyone's response, wrote them something very nice. We just gave them a few keywords and automatically sent it all out. Do you know what that remote, like really makes me think Edit about that out? I want those people to think it was from me, but wait, do you know what that like <laughs> really, really, really makes me think about and focus on hearing you say that advancements in online porn? I didn't receive a note from you. Uh, you didn't receive what first to receive a thank you note for coming. You have to receive an invitation. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It was an adult only thing. You would have liked it. It's hurtful. Let's go through the list okay. of things that Start can be effective off. for realtors, salespeople, producers, direct anything in life. I think you'll be able to adapt and benefit from. So yeah, as long as you know how to, how to, how to ask at the right prompts. So we're going to give you some examples on that. I mean, you can't just be That's like, read my it. mind and it's, it's not rocket science and people will get better. But I think, you know, there's a type of search in Google called Boolean search terms where like, and you can do it on eBay too. Like I can search on eBay. I'm like, show me all the tailor made driver stealth twos minus HD, which means high draw. So you can be like, show me all these reser- results, but I don't want this version of the driver. And you can do that with chat. GPT beyond, beyond, beyond. 
But that, lot, that's a really widespread example that a lot of people understand. No, no, I'll just give an example. So, so like, specific. you can do the same thing on Google. You can be like, show me all the things <laughs> yes. minus. You can right. literally use the right. minus sign. Right. It'll I, exclude them. I think that's a big part of our learning is how to learn how to communicate with this. With that the will, That will really enhance our, our use. So let's get into a list of things that okay. actually be u- utilized properly. Sure. sure. If you're a writer of any kind, um, whether you write screenplays, TV shows, or ad copy for commercials, or listings. listing descriptions for realtors, writing listing descriptions, it's incredible for You can merely put in the address and it will spit out a version of copy that probably... Is that true? Yeah. You can put in the address? Yeah. As Stop. long as it was listed previously, it can access the information oh like my tax God. Roll, so we're going to get footage, some of these prices, pool. All, all caps lock where it's like seller says sell <laughs> that's gone <laughs> i did it the other day and i put it out there and i asked people what they liked yeah. this version or mine and mine one of course no it big did. deal yours was funny okay so like here's an example of a prompt write a listing description for a two-bedroom dutch colonial starter home near the downtown area and a few blocks away from shopping and restaurants. Where's this Tenmark? Where's this Danish town you it's are It's Beverly creating? Hills adjacent, okay? There's know. a lot of different styles. Okay, I get what you're saying. You can do it. Mediterranean, pool, guest house, yeah. put in a handful of details. I guess the more you give it, the more you'll get back. Yeah, to- exactly. So, so okay, so moving on to second So it one. writes incredible listing copy. So I love this one. I yeah. also like this for you. And I mean this in a positive way before you take it as a negative. Helps you sit up straight? No, no. Because I believe that if you have, if it's on your calendar, it'll happen. So you can use it to create a social media calendar and posts. So like an example would be like write a description for an Instagram post describing like a painful but necessary lesson. I mean, now look, maybe this lesson isn't something that you personally learn, but you can sub in you can sub in that lesson. It can create a ton of content and story ideas. Write a Facebook post with a list of jokes about being a real estate agent. Yeah. I mean, yo, the broke agent, Matt Leonetti. See ya. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> guys. Anyway. We had you on when I'm you kidding, still mattered. Love you and are jealous. All right, what's next? Um, emails are fascinating to me. Okay. Like my thank you card idea, I've used it so far. Again, beta phase. I like to use beta phase whenever I can because nothing to do with the beta phase. But in the inception, I have been writing emails to clients and having it source information. Like if you want to do a blog, let's say you want to write about just pick a subject like current events in real estate. Mm. Give me a brief 30 word description. I can format that into an email that it will send to my whole database. Okay. But also what I really like is aside from like the useful nature, use but, instead oh. of use and sure. And what I also I think it's really useful for is, um, <laughs> let's say like, um, scripts for video and phone conversations. There are so they, a lot of people will say a lot of people will say that there's no um like training module for real estate. And everyone's looking for the scripts. They're always trying to buy the scripts, get the scripts, whereas you can just ask it for the script. I even asked it, I said, look, I, I'm a real estate agent. I would like an opener, a mutually agreeable fact, and an easy question to answer for open house. And it gave me those 
those quick scripts. And then I said, well, what about after they finish the tour? Hey, uh, I noticed that you didn't spend much time in the backyard. Is the outdoor space not as important to you? That's incredible. That's incredible. I mean, what a rapport builder. Things that we just wouldn't have thought about. Yes, it's a great springboard. Okay, so another one which I really like is... You can really, for like blogs or blog titles, web copy for your website, because the truth is, is that if you have a website that has all of this information in it, it can be like a pain to generate. But with Google search engine optimization, if people are still searching in the old way, and maybe if AI ends up adopting this, what happens is you can generate content that's at the way bottom of your priority list, but Google will still place you high in results because you have become the expert. What I mean by that is like, hey, write an article on what it is to live and buy in Los Angeles. What is what are the best restaurants in Los Angeles? What are the what are the 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 best ways to get to the beach? All these things can become blog posts which you which you tells Google you are the local specialist here because the more Google is a better tool, the more they can charge for advertising, et cetera. So it's another one that you wouldn't really think of because it's low on your list, but it is an important piece. Are we done with that list? Because I think it's infinite. This list is kind of infinite. Okay. Onboarding and doing like internal documents and stuff. So like when we have an agent or staff come on, we usually have them go through like a video training of sorts. If I turn to chat GPT and I say, what are the mandatory pieces? Maybe they're like, they say, oh, you should consider your workers comp in case someone falls down. Like there's all these things. I mean, it can really aggregate all this information. Yeah. It just, it really, I think, gets people over so many humps of things that they either weren't thinking of, were blocked creatively, um, or things are just, they just don't have time because we're pulled in so many directions. It's, it's hearing lists like this, I got to tell you, kind of gives me more excitement than fear. Yeah, because it's helping you accomplish things that you just will never, you'll probably never, ever do. Not because you don't want to, it's just you don't have the bandwidth. You're a human being. You're old as fuck now. You have two kids. Yes. It's showing, too, more and more, which yeah, maybe yeah. chat you can help. lines, losing it. It's all coming. But, like, the truth is we're more tired. Like, there's things we want to do, and oh, you just can't do it. I love the social media calendar, though. I love all of these. And I think like, I would say the biggest step is moving from a fear-based <laughs> thought process for me <laughs> and moving to, and how do I embrace this? What are the ways? And I think an important step here is learning how to best communicate with AI in order to get the most out of it. Guys, what questions to that. ask is important. People need to know what questions to ask. You just put in, Hey, write a description. It, it, you're limiting yourself. You can do so much more. It's just funny that this. I'm going to ask ChatGPT how to better communicate with this. It, how epi- to get the most out of these. This questions. episode started with you being like, "I'm scared." Elon Musk has disowned it to like, "I'm really feeling great about this," and you got to learn how to use the prompts properly. That's it, my life goes I shock and awe. <laughs> it goes shock and awe, and then okay, how do I solve and steamroll through and repair whatever it is and enhance it? And I think that's what's happening oh it's shock always shock and fear and it's shock and fear it's always shock on fear <laughs> and then and then i pick up the pieces and i start charging forward so 
I think there's a a method of this is true. It's not about worrying about it oh taking over. God. It's about embracing. I have to tell you something. So a while, this just made me think of this and then we'll uh, wrap you up. You scared me. I just, uh, you know, it's funny. <laughs> I'm so energized during these nerdy episodes. So I forgot about this a long, it's your, it's long, fear. a long time ago, <laughs> a long time ago, I thought of a really, what I thought was a really good idea, which no joke, like a decade later was created was if you have navigation, you could buy a plugin where a celebrity was talking and giving you the navigation instead of like the dumb voices. So like you could buy the Paris Hilton thing. You would turn, she'd be like, turn left. And then you would. And she'd be like, that's hot. And I'm just thinking <laughs> about, their tag like, lines. I was just thinking about like Trump AI. Oh my God. <laughs> it would have its own opinion. That's the first one. No, no. It you can turn left coming up. I wouldn't advise it. There's a lot of bad people to the left. Go to the right. <laughs> There's a lot of you, a lot of bad hombres to the left. But do what you want. It's like it, start giving you its own opinion. It, it doesn't on. learn, and it only gives its opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That could do well. <laughs> it doesn't learn. Um, okay, so guys, look. This is it. Truly, is an evolving environment. It's it's an exciting one. It is truly a little scary. I think what I'm most excited about here as we wrap up, and we're we're probably gonna do. We're probably gonna watch this because there's gonna be fun things that we'll be able to apply. And we love certainly educating uh, our agent audience on these types of things. But I think um, what's I, I like lost my train of thought there. Well, I think what will be Thank good you. about this is it'll help me not lose it. <laughs> posting if we put po- well, we can finish from the oh, Trump yeah, thing yeah. again. No, no, go ahead. What are you going to say? It's a great I, idea. I, th- I think it's 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 a good idea for us to post these lists of how to better mm. utilize it, especially from a real estate perspective. And by the way, we are just learning and have no clue at the same time. Yeah, so, so they could give us ideas you too. You give us ideas. Let's make this a huge collaboration because we're all learning this together. And I think if we embrace it together, you know, we can uh, defeat the bots. Oh, we're not trying to defeat it. We're trying to embrace them. Right. We can live together in harmony. This reminds me of Lou Gossett Jr. and Enemy Mine. You're too young. You remember that. I think we, I think we, it is exciting for the agents that embrace technology because it gives us a chance again to add another value proposition where others didn't, you know, just like when the Zillow's and Redfin's came out and they were like controlling all the attention of the consumer agents were forced to adapt. And those that did not, um, their, uh, their, their volume and profit really suffered. So I think this will be another cool opportunity for us as long as Zillow doesn't create like those Terminator 2 robots and like just to like kill us all, kill all licensees. Listen, the bottom line here is we're screwed. We're totally fucked. <laughs> and That's the super BM. <laughs> I don't know. Look, I think the great thing, I agree with you, it forces us to get more creative and to evolve into more refined and elevated humans. I mean, it really does. Like if we embrace it just like we have for tens of thousands of years mm-hmm. we have withstood we have existed we have strived for it, and i think we can wake up we can utilize the <laughs> oh bots to God. get us to that next level thank you coexist thank you joe biden guys i'm same, same at- time at the same time i do agree i am positive but i have pulled my kids from school no point anymore i'm just going to teach them how to code <laughs> <laughs> uh guys i'm at ben bellack this is Zach Goldsmith, 24. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of To Live and Buy in Los Angeles. Everyone's just running for their lives now.
Bro, you can't ever let them end. That was good. End of the, what you said, Los Angeles. You can cut it right there if you want, but I think we should say super bien.